Good morning, Church! Last week, napag-usapan natin kung paano tingnan ang needs ng iba, their physical and spiritual needs, kung paano makinig ng kwentong buhay ng kapwa natin, and kung paano makipag-relate sa kanilang pinagdadaanan. Ngayon naman, malalaman natin ang practical application ng natutunan natin from last week through this topic, Giveology. The Science of Giving. Giveology. Interesting. Kung sa school may biology, physiology, geology, ecology, at iba pang logi, sa kingdom of God may giveology? Tell us more about it, Atilene. Yes, Rosan. Alam mo ba, last October 10, nagdebut yung pamangkin ko. And habang nag-wrap ako ng gifts, I'm talking to God. And sabi ko, hindi man lang ako naka-experience na mag-debut. And gihira din ako maka-receive ng regalo pag birthday ko. But you know what? That very moment, nangusap si God sa akin. At sinabi niya, I have already given you the best gift. And that is myself. Wow! That's true. The greatest demonstration of God's love to us is that He gave Jesus, His one and only Son, to die for our sins. As children of God, we carry yung DNA ni Jesus. Now we are givers and not takers. Wala na yung dating selfish nature natin. Tayo ay binago na ni God. Kung patuloy nating paniniwalaan na si God ay giver and not a taker, Paano ito makakatulong sa pamumuhay natin, Adeline? Magkakaroon tayo ng abundant living. Gusto ko yan! Abundant giving results in abundant living. Since tayo ay nakatanggap kay God ng napakaraming blessings, tayo ay makapag-overflow sa iba. And we give out of the relationship na meron tayo kay God. We give according sa leading ni God sa atin. That's why it's important na maging intimate tayo kay God, makinig sa Kanya, and to be guided by Him. Siya ang magtuturo sa atin how to handle the resources na pinagkatiwala niya sa atin. Because God wants us na maging daluyan or channel ng Kanyang mga blessings since we are connected sa Kanya. I remember Uncle Jake na sabi niya, pag nag-stop sa'yo ang blessings, ni God, next time, hindi na ito dadaan sa'yo. Kasi, hindi ito nakarating sa dapat niyang puntahan. Tama! Daluyan ng pagpapala. Naalala ko tuloy ang water jug at ang water pipe. Sabihin natin ang water ay ang mga blessings ni God. Both can contain water, both can contain blessings, pero ang pipe, laging connected yan sa source. At dahil dito, patuloy siyang magiging daluyan ng pagpapala. Ito palang ibig sabihin ng blessed to become a blessing. At ito ang gusto ni God para sa atin, maging pipe o daluyan ng pagpapala para sa ibang tao. Because blessings are not meant to stop on us. Instead, its purpose is to refresh others as well. Yes. Ang maganda pa kay God is He rewards generosity with the right heart attitude. And God wants our hearts na Siya mismo ang maging tunay na foundation natin. Ang mga resources na meron tayo is not our foundation. God tests our hearts kung ano ang kaya nating isuko sa Kanya, kung sino ang nasusunod in terms of our giving. 
Hindi mahalaga ang amount kay God. What matters most is yung motive natin in giving, yung heart of trusting and obeying God. And we are giving based sa instruction or leading ni God sa atin. One time, may nag-bless sa akin with a big amount of money. At ang una kong naisip talaga ay ang mga needs ko. And then, I heard a message from Pastor Tim, and he said na kapag nakareceive ka ng blessing, huwag mo lang isipin na para lang ito sa iyo. Kundi, i-ask mo si God sa purpose kung bakit mo ito nareceive. And then, I asked God kung anong purpose na nareceive kong blessing. Kasi, ang unang nasa isip ko ay para yun sa aking sarili. Pero, nung sinabi ni God na ito ay para sa kids sa church, And God said, give all the money through the church for the kids. Kaya nung narealize ko na yun ang purpose ng Panginoon, blindness pala niya ako para sa mga bata, binigay ko ito sa church. And then I realized, ito pala ay testing ni God sa aking puso. I'm glad you passed the test, Roseanne. As we seek God and spend time with Him and His words, makikita natin how rich God is, how He loves us to bless us. Makikilala natin ang character niya na hindi lang siya giver, siya din ay rewarder. Hebrews 11.6 says, Believe that God exists and that He rewards those who sincerely seek Him. God rewards us in terms of material blessings. Sabi sa 2 Corinthians 9.10, God supplies seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, He will provide and increase your resources and produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And when we take your gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. I remember, start of this year, sabi ni God sa akin, I will multiply you, and you will become fruitful. Just be humble, be generous, and walk with me side by side. And then, I've witnessed God's faithfulness na during this pandemic, na-experience ko ang abundance ni God. God led me to give my biggest offering sa Emergency Relief Fund last April 2020. And then, you know what? Binalik din ni God yung offering na yun ng mas higit pa. Talaga naman na we cannot outgive God. And then, madaming nawala ng trabaho. Pero ako, nagkaroon pa ng job offer na mas ma-hire ang salary. Hindi lang ang bahay namin ang na-renovate. Even pati yung katabing bahay namin, yung bahay ng kuya ko. Ang blessings ni God ay hindi lang ito talaga para sa atin, kundi ito ay meant to be shared with others. Hindi lang pagbibigay ng material blessings ang rewards ni God sa atin. He is also protecting kung ano yung binigay niya sa atin. Last January, naiwan ko yung cellphone ko sa van na nirentahan namin from Baguio to La Union. And then, kasi nasira yung company vehicle namin so kailangan naming magrenta. You know what? Binalik ng driver ng van yung cellphone ko. Binigyan ako ni God ng wisdom na tawagan yung hotel sa Baguio para tawagan nila yung driver ng van para ibalik yung cellphone ko. Ang galing, no? And then, the following week, 
hindi ko alam na nahulog yung wallet ko nung pumunta ako ng LTO. And then, yung wallet ko, na may laman yun na cash and IDs. And you know what? Binalik ng LTO guard yung wallet ko. Hinanap pa niya ako para maibalik lang yung wallet ko. Ginamit niya yung IDs ko as his reference para makita yung mukha ko. And then, I felt the favor and love of God na ayaw ni God na mawalan ako ng gamit. Grabe! Amazing ang mga testimonies mo, Atilin. We really can't outgive God. Lalo pa ngayon na puro online transactions na, mas madali na lang ang pagbibigay ng ating sites and offering. At pwede rin tayong tumulong sa iba through bank transfer anywhere in the Philippines or global as the Lord leads you. So let's ask God to teach us na maging more generous. When we are generous, there is life transformation. Totoo talaga ito, no? Na when we are investing sa kingdom ni God, it moves our hearts sa mga bagay na mahalaga kay God. Like, nagkakaroon tayo ng compassion, madaling makita ang needs ng iba, we, be- we become otherly minded, nadidiscover din natin ang purpose and calling natin. And then, nakakaramdam tayo ng real joy sa puso natin when we see things from God's perspective. Nakita ko yung pattern ni God kung paano siya gumalaw sa buhay ko when I surrendered my finances to Him. Naset free ako from past hurt. I received yung true freedom. And then, reveal ni God ang mas kailangan ko. Pinakita niya ang totoong condition ng heart ko. Tunay nga na pag ikaw ay generous, besides money, other areas ng buhay mo ay mababago din. Yes, nakita ko din yung progress na ginawa ni God sa life ko. From small sites, then lumaki siya ng lumaki. And as I become faithful or consistent sa maliit na bagay, in-enlarge ni God yung pinagkatiwala niya sa akin. Nawala din yung focus or hold ko sa money. It's more of, Nagbibigay ako because I want to honor and obey God sa finances ko because I love Him. Nadevelop din ang honesty sa akin. God taught me na magsoli ng sukli kapag sobra ang binigay sa akin. Kasi lagi akong nagmamarket, naging joy sa akin ang magbalik ng sobra na sukli. Maliit ito na bagay pero napakalaki ng impact nito sa pag-handle ko ng money na develop ang pagiging otherly mindset, yung putting your shoes sa ibang tao. Remember, generosity is also applicable sa mga taong naiinis tayo, sa mga taong sinaktan tayo. One time, sabi ni God sa akin, i-bless mo yung tao na ito. I-message mo siya at mag-meet kayo. Then, bigyan mo ng blessing. And as I obeyed si God and gawin yung pinapagawa niya, nawala yung inis ko sa tao na ito. So talagang one of the best way to forgive is to bless. Sabi sa Luke 6.27, Love your enemies and do good to those who hate you. Very practical application ang mga shinare mo sa amin, Ate Len. Totoo nga, where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Ang mga treasures pala natin ay hindi lang pera kundi mga aring mga bagay na binibigyan natin ng halaga kesa sa Panginoon. Yes, Rosan. Tama ka dyan. Speaking of enemies, did you know na may enemies ang generosity? These are 
Number one, death and poor money management. Mahirap maging generous pag lubog ka sa utang. And one of the top three tools or stronghold ni devil sa buhay natin is about our finances, borrowing and lending money. And then napaka-high chance to hurt someone pag may utang. I remember may relative ako na umutang sa akin ng 15,000. Sabi ni Pastor Tim, maapektuhan yung relationship nyo pag nagpautang ka. And I believe yung sinabi ni Pastor Tim because ito ay wisdom ni God. So, the solution is, we don't loan and we don't borrow money. Pag may umutang, mas maganda na lang na mag-offer ng help, an amount na kahit hindi na niya bayaran. It's important na mag-set ng boundary sa ating finances. And then, we don't also enter into investment na walang nakakaalam. Ask wisdom from God, from our leaders. I agree, It's better to preserve and protect the relationship. Kasi ngayon, maraming nagsisirang relasyon dahil sa utang. Number two is greed and selfishness. Ang mindset na ito is to promote, protect, and provide para sa sarili. Remember, a selfish person will never be happy. Next is worry and fear. Sabi sa Matthew 6.25-32, Stop worrying about what you will eat, drink, and wear. Isn't life more than food? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. And next is giving with wrong motives. Ito yung good mood givers na nagbibigay lang pag holidays and birthdays, occasional na pagbibigay. Next is guilt giving. Example nito is giving peace offering. And next is glory giving or reputation enhancement. Gustong magbigay basta may nakalagay na donated by, sponsored by sa binigay niya. And last is gain giving. Nakikipag-bargain kay God for a favor and blessing. Example nito, sasabihin natin kay God, nagtais ako ngayon, so may utang ka sa akin, God. Tulungan mo ako sa need ko na ito. Ang mga enemies of generosity ay mga bagay na naghihinder sa atin para may pakita ang generosity ni God through sa buhay natin. Tandaan natin na ang kalooban ng Panginoon ay para sa atin na magkaroon ng abundant life. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 10. Ang Diyos na nagbibigay ng seed sa magsasaka at nagbibigay ng pagkain para sa lahat. Siyang magbibigay at magpaparami ng seed na kailangan niyo. Aani kayo ng marami para makapagbigay kayo sa iba. Lalo pa niya kayong pagyayamanin sa lahat ng bagay para lagi kayong makapagbigay. Dahil dito, maraming magpapasalamat sa Diyos. When we are blessed to bless others, people see and taste the goodness of God. Isishare ko naman ngayon ang mga friends of generosity, which helps us to build our generous nature. Una, believe in God's bigger purpose for your life. Yes, God has a bigger purpose for your life more than you think. Ang buhay natin is never meant to live para sa sarili natin. Life is more than just waking up, eating, sleeping, studying, working, marrying, having a family, getting old, and die. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you 
and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. The bigger purpose of our lives is to live for God and to live for the advancement of the kingdom of God. We have to realize that we are not just living here and now. Our destination is to live in a kingdom. In a kingdom, we have a king. Our king is Jesus. The king has a dom, domain. The king has the responsibility to take care sa pag-provide ng needs ng mga citizens of the kingdom. Tayo yun. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. A generous lifestyle is giving your time, your talent, and your resources to advance His kingdom. Giving makes you planted sa kingdom ni God. My acronym na YOLO, you only live once. When you realize you only live once, will you live differently? Elisha did. Makikita natin ang story ni Elisha sa 1 Kings chapter 19 verses 14 to 21. God tells Elijah to anoint Elisha as the prophet na papalit sa kanya. We read that Elijah finds Elisha plowing in the field with a pair of oxen and immediately throws his mantle on Elisha as an invitation to follow him. Anong ginawa ni Elisha? Elisha did not waste to obey. He didn't go to take time to think about it. He didn't write out a list of pros and cons. He immediately said yes to God's calling through Elijah. Actually, to show his full commitment and complete loyalty, He burned his plows or fields, slaughtered his oxen, and left his family's inheritance behind. His action shows that the cost of following God is great. But you know what? The cost of not following God is even greater. Dahil mimis natin ang opportunity to give and be part of the bigger purpose of God in our lives and in the kingdom. Roseanne, naalala ko yan about the cost of not following God is even greater. Tama ka. Kasi sabi ni God sa akin, narinig ko clearly eh, na pag hindi mo binigay yung offering na yan about sa emergency relief fund, mapupunta lang sa waste, sa medicines. Kaya sabi ko kay God, ayokong masayang yung money. God, help me to obey you and trust you. Yun ang sinabi ko. So, yun, nangyari ang pinapagawa ni God. So I really believe it is really wise to abandon all you have for the advancement of God's kingdom. I believe dito natin mararanasan ang rumaragasang pagpapala ni God. I know God's mission is always big, costly, and impossible to men. The mission is always bigger than I. It's always bigger than us. But whenever I think about how the Lord called me and trusted me to be part of His global mission, sa kabila ng weakness ko at inability, background, human profile, this makes me even more grateful thinking it's a privilege to give to advance the kingdom of God and to give to deliver His benefits, meeting the needs of others. And that is our mission to honor God and deliver all His benefits. 
So let's see ourselves as an ambassador of God, a solution. Wherever we go, we can be the answer to one person's prayer. But also, we have to remember everything we have belongs to God. Realize that we are merely stewards or managers of the things God has entrusted to us. God is the true owner. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 says, God created everything. It becomes easier to give when we know that we are just giving back what already belongs to Him. 1 Chronicles 29 verse 14 says, Everything comes from you, and we have given you only what comes from your hand. In verse 16, Solomon says, Lord our God, all this abundance that we have provided for building you a temple for your holy name comes from your hand, and all of it belongs to you. Lahat ay kanya, at pinadaan lang niya ito sa ating mga kamay para maranasan natin ang miracle at goodness niya. The disciples experienced this. They experienced the compassion and generous miracle of Jesus when He broke the bread to feed the 5,000 people through His disciples. They ate enough and they were satisfied. God uses money to test the condition of our hearts. It's not about God wanting our money because He doesn't have enough. God doesn't want our money. God doesn't need our money. But He knows that true riches comes in the loyalty of our hearts. He knows when we can handle money that we can handle the true riches He has prepared for us. God is greatly honored when we give Him the loyalty and priority in our lives. That's true, Adeline. That's why we have to stay aware of God's radical generosity to us. Focus on the giver and what He gave. God is the giver. He gave Jesus. Giving is not an obligation, but an opportunity. It is not a requirement, but a privilege. Giving is also not about law and guilt, but about love and grace. God was the first who gave. He so loved us that He gave. 1 John 4.19 says, We love because God first loved us. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son. When we realize that giving is an opportunity, we position ourselves to receive the maximum benefit from God. That's a great privilege. When we know how much God loves us, we respond to Him in love by obeying kung ano ang sinasabi niya sa atin. Tayo ay binili, binayaran sa pamamagitan ng dugo ni Jesus. Tinubos tayo ng Diyos. God redeemed us. Ito ay pagpapakita ng radical na generosity and love ni God sa atin. Yes, and if you are not giving generously, the problem is not you lacking money, but maybe you lack focus and awareness about God's radical love towards you. And this leads me to the last point, to always give thanks. A thankful heart is a giving heart. How do we say thankful? We remember where we have come from. Alalahanin natin kung saan tayo nanggaling. Deuteronomy 15 verse 15 says, Remember that you were once slaves in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you. We were once slaves to sin. 
we are doomed, sitting on death row and on our way to our destination of eternal suffering. But Jesus redeemed us. He saved us from our deserved punishment and took it for us. Where would we be without God? Nasaan tayo kung wala si God? And then secondly, the more grateful I am, the more generous I am. We need to develop an attitude of gratitude instead of being a complainer or always having a pity party or always feeling like a victim na laging walang pera. When we behold Jesus, we become like Him. We focus on Jesus' generosity and He is our example. Mary gave extravagantly because she was grateful. Read in John 12 verses 1 to 8. In the story, Mary did not think twice about pouring a year's wage worth of perfume because she was grateful. Ganun din kay Lazarus. Lazarus was very grateful. He was raised to life. Tayo din. We have been raised to life like Lazarus. And that is radical. Ephesians 2 verse 5 says, Even though we were dead because of our sins, He gave us life when He raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. Imagine, we were dead, separated. But God made a way. He made a way to save us. He brought us back to life. We have been raised with Christ. Just reflecting on what He has done for us is a more than enough reason for us to develop a thankful heart. A thankful heart that is bursting with a desire to give back. So friends, if you are not giving generously, the problem is not you lack money. But maybe you lack focus and awareness about God's radical love towards you. It's never too late. God did the best part. He gave Himself to you. Is there anything else He couldn't give? Nothing. And if you have not received and believe it, maybe it's time to open your heart to God and receive the abundance that He gave through Jesus. You can follow along sa prayer na ito. Say, God, thank you for loving me. Thank you for what Jesus did on the cross. I believe that He died for my sins. He rose from the dead and is alive. I receive Jesus in my heart today. God, help me to believe that you have a bigger purpose in my life. And I have a bigger purpose for the advancement of the kingdom. Cause my heart to be thankful at all times. In Jesus' name, Amen.